When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I have very strategically just now started the recording because Matt Steele was discussing butt sex. <laughs> <laughs> he was, and I feel like it's a PG podcast. It I is a very PG thirteen podcast. PG thirteen, but we don't need to be. Butt getting sex in. is R. I mean, if PG we're talking about the like, intricacies of, I believe so. Intricacies, like, but like, if they're told in a medical way, as we were discussing them, were we? Uh, was it, it medical? Sure. <laughs> um, uh, it was know, more. Maybe that would make it PG thirteen. But if we were, you know, cursing and you know talking about, I don't know, doing it in a more grotesque way, maybe it would be rated R. It always comes. It always sounds grotesque coming out. Well, of because it actively is grotesque. Well, no, I just feel like you <laughs> make it grotesque. You, may, you're like. Oh. There's I make, nothing worse. <laughs> I make it seem fun and adorable the way I make everything. Seem. That is not true <laughs> to the listener. That is a lie. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Zoo Game Mats podcast. It's your favorite host, Matt Palmer. And um, that was a host. lie. That was a lie. That was. A, he's going to start the podcast off by lying. These are facts. I can't Starlight. believe you lied. These are facts. Why would you lie like I'm that? I'm giving the people facts. Oh, uh, his nose. Want. Do you hear that? It's his Pinocchio nose hitting the microphone. <laughs> that is not true. And how it's Matt Steele, by the way. How are you, Matt Steele? I'm good. This week was stressful. It was stressful. It? it was well. I was sick. <laughs> oh, I didn't see you. It's because I felt fine. Okay, guys. All right, here we go. Sometimes I catch a virus. Thirty minutes later, I look. Sometimes I catch a virus, like every other year, and it's always in like a January moment where like the tonsils get inflamed and it's just like a really, really, really bad sore throat. But everything else is fine. No congestion. No cough. Really. Okay. No nothing. Like every. I feel great. I feel well rested but it's just pain okay so that's awful is so that what was happening this week it was oh. yes and like i'm at the tail end of it now but still okay. it was terrible and you know i go and it's just viral so it's not like bacterial so they can't prescribe me anything of course. I, I go to urgent care and they're just like yeah it's viral you literally just have to like wait it out and gargle and it's just I like no like, give me more i feel like people go to urgent care or go to a doctor when they have like a cold or a sickness much more than I do. Maybe I should be doing that. I'm like, I, I rarely go to like urgent care. Yeah, I, but you also yeah. say you rarely get sick. So, I, yeah. So when you get sick, you're. I mean, you just went for a sickness that you've had many a time. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But still, I'm like, oh, maybe this is different and they'll like find the cure or something. No, but there's no, no cure. It's no cure for the common cold. Promise I'll always be there. Promise I'll be the cure. Remember that song? <laughs> I really don't. Yeah. It took me so long for you to recognize what you were singing. Oh, no. I mean, that's song is cute. But yeah, besides being sick, yeah. Um, I you know, I did many things. The circle ended. I enjoyed that. <laughs> yes. How did did you are you missing it now that it's not on? No, I'm not missing it at all. I'm happy. It was the perfect length. All right. Three well, weeks of new episodes. The winner was satisfying. The finale was a little they made a little too much of it. Okay. Like it was like they were all in front of they all were like talking to this audience, studio audience that wasn't there. Mm, like they were trying to make it a bigger weird. deal than it was and everything. Yeah. It's kind of just like uh All right, well, spoiler, it got talked about a lot, and I assume got a lot of people watching it it's gonna come I back. know it's gonna come back and I'm gonna watch it every yeah. time you just need to make peace with the fact that it's coming back I know yeah god 
Dad. But I mean, if you liked it, maybe it'll be something else you like. Yeah, but that's just like another thing that I'm going to have to binge every so often. Yeah, I love that TV is truly just a burden. It <laughs> is the biggest burden on the I planet. I will never fully understand it because I get so much joy from TV. I haven't even watched that new Good Place episode that came out on Thursday yet. Thursday? It's been where the career I know, I know. I've been very busy this weekend. And oh, so it's yeah, been sad. Yes. Matt Palmer, well, how are you? I was gonna wait till you asked, but well, there were a lot of things happening with me. I need you. I had more. more to did you have more to say? I do, but I'll ask you <laughs> how you're doing. Well, I am good. I've been busy because it was my anniversary, and this I guess today officially is my anniversary, but it's been happy anniversary. Yes, I mean we're really not gonna celebrate on a Sunday as much. We're gonna celebrate on a Friday yes, and a Saturday. You're gonna be celebrating your anniversary with your um, roommate, who <laughs> I know, who making, I have not dated, a podcast, who I've known for a decade. I don't know how long I've known you. Uh, Eight years. That's a long time. It is oh, a long time. Christ. Hey, we look great. So. We do look good. <laughs> you look exactly the same as oh, uh, when I thank you when you, I first met you. You look better. Oh, girl. That haircut. Girl. <laughs> I just got actually was talking to someone online when I tweeted our, or I put an Instagram out about our new video about Selena Gomez Rare. I got someone messaging me being like, oh my God, Matt Steele's hair looks so amazing. And I was like, yeah, it does. I, I encouraged him to get that haircut. It looks great on him. It's like, you know, I'm just now realizing how much I didn't like his hair before. Oh, like, no. Who said that? <laughs> I don't. I mean, a friend from home that you don't know. Oh, friend from home. Do they <laughs> listen to the podcast? They don't, but they have a baby. But, and, and they've I mean, watched. You can have a baby and still listen to this I know, but podcast. I feel like you're very busy. If Parents, you a, this is for all ages. As it, we said, we're PG. It is. I mean, PG-13, PG-13, whatever. And B, I mean, I, they just had the baby like in the past year. I don't want to push the podcast on them until the baby, you know, can walk or something. Okay, but like they were, didn't have the baby when the podcast started. They've, Why weren't you pushing it on them then? They've watched the videos. They've watched many of our videos. Hence how they knew what your hair looked like before and what it looks like now. Okay, well, I wanna, I'm going to talk to this person and okay. find out what their problems were because I know what my problems with my hair before were it was the back well the back was always a problem the point is it looks great now and you look great now I, know, I love how like this week about you has suddenly become <laughs> about me again say, I don't know how we got here uh, it's anyways, the way the world should work is that anyways so we had our anniversary this past weekend we went to a place called Water Grill which is a great seafood place right on the water in Santa Monica on Friday that was lovely and then yesterday we went on a hike because he you know likes to be outdoors for whatever reason oh. and I compromised for my relationship <laughs> wow you're so giving I'm very giving so we went to Malibu and did that and then today it was our actual anniversary and I was like okay well I had two and a half cinnamon buns last night like I'm, this is my year of getting in shape okay and so we're going to training mate today I realize it's our, <laughs> our anniversary <laughs> but like we're doing it and he was a very lovely sport and we went and then we go and guess who was at our training mate in our class with us today Jojo no I wish <laughs> that was the first someone we care about head. less but is more We'd be more sexually attracted to. <laughs> no offense to Jojo, she's gorgeous. Of course, We're yeah. We're just homosexuals. Um, so it's a guy. Yes. I'm going to give you two guesses because this can't go on for no, I have no guesses, so okay. you might as well just tell me. It was Darren Chris. No he way. was there. Darren, you know Darren Chris. Well, I don't I mean, know him, but you I drove him home. One I did day, drive him home randomly. I what did. A story. Well, it's when I was interning for uh, songwriters. They're called Jackie Boys. I think it's just one of them doing it now. So he's Jackie's boy, which is a little confusing. But you know, we wish him all the best. Okay. But I was interning for him, and he, uh, they wrote a song for Darren Chris for his debut album that I don't believe ever was released. But okay. he was performing it in the studio, and then he needed a ride home. And since I was the intern, I drove him home, and I was very nervous because at that time I had, uh, we were listening to my just like so crazy right now playlist and I had a Glee song on it in which he had I think he Ooh. had the entire song oh, solo and I was no. like please 
God to well, not let this play. Wait, wait, why didn't you just turn the music off? Well, because I was wanted to listen to something in the car. Oh my God, you're one of those people who has to I listen do, to music in the car. Especially with a stranger celebrity in my passenger seat. That's I'm not going to just talk to I'm him. I'm not going to talk to him, Chris. <laughs> you said you did talk to him and he was I nice. I did a little bit. He was nice. But again, also, but the thing that is good about the fact that it was Darren Chris is on one of our earlier dates, I was like, okay, uh, person I'm dating, who are your celebrity crushes? And Darren Chris was his <gasps> First no. listed. And I was like, as soon as we got there, because we were a little late, because I was a little late. Okay. <laughs> and I, and I, we were standing like three people away from me when I tapped him. I was like, is that Taryn Chris? Like for us. And he looked over and he was like, yes, yes, it is. It is. Oh don't don't say anything. Don't, oh don't, don't like be weird. About like, hey, remember that time I drove you I home? Know. This we is were, my boyfriend. He loves you. He loves you. you but he's like a picture. <laughs> so I was considering going up to him and being like, "Will you take a picture with my boyfriend?" But I like you know him, and he wouldn't like that. I think no, he, he would, would be not. like embarrassed by yeah. that. But I, I just was like, "This is." I mean, I part of me felt like, "Oh, am I ruining the anniversary by us going to this workout class on the day?" But then it's like, no, I just gave you, you know, a view. Uh, you got to look at one of your celebrity crushes working out for an hour. That's really so. nice. Happy anniversary. Exactly. <laughs> and he's very, he's very petite, but very built. Darren okay. Chris. So good for him. Like me. We'll go with that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> very petite, but you know, could be built if you tried hard. All right. So before we jump into news for idiots, you have more things you want to tell people. I about mean, your I assume week. we're going to talk about because the whole week is, you know, it was the Oscar nomination. I mean, out. Yes, I assume we're going to talk about was... the news for idiots. We got to email my heart about the Oscar. Nomination. All right. We literally this we're recording this Sunday night and not Sunday day. We just finished watching the SAG Awards. Yes. Well, I was watching the SAG Awards as Matt Palmer was uh, making dinner and, yes. and being like, these are boring. And I'm like, look, they are. But <laughs> hey, they were boring, except you told me that. Jennifer Aniston won. Which Jennifer Aniston won in a surprise win, and we, she was very surprised. Right we, after Brad, we really it was right after. Well, it was like two awards after, but All like right. we'll Still say it was right after. I love that. And then also, I did watch when Parasite won. Iconic, Best iconic, ensemble. iconic. The fact that they came out and the entire room stood for them, gave I them the standing ovation, and then they won. It's it, there's good a, for you actors voting. Did you you voted for Parasite? I as voted well? for Parasite. Good. Yes, as a, a voter myself. I know um, first timer. Again, every you know everyone has a voice. Did I, all of your picks voice to be win? Heard. No. Did most of them win? Uh, a good amount. Okay, like, good. You know, I would say. All right. Yeah, were I tend dis- to be on the right side of history. Were you ever disappointed in someone who won tonight? No. Okay. That's I like. Good. I it was pretty much what I expected. All right. You know, nominations. There are disappointments about. I but, mean, okay. Well, um, I guess we got to jump into it. News for idiots. Okay. Um, and I guess we can. This can go sort of go along with the email my heart. We can answer that sort of question now. <laughs> no, let's wait. I mean, we. It's just him and like one other. I think, or maybe just him. Yeah, but like, it's about the Oscar nomination. I no, but just tell us your thoughts on. Well, is the question like, what are your thoughts about them? Yeah, essentially, okay. just like, what All are, right, the, what are the snubs? All right, read read the question. Okay, so um, this is gonna be like a little email my heart because we got an email from Jacob, um, who said, "Hey, Matt, I've been watching your channel since freshman year of college, a year before I came out." Oh, I I took that as we inspired him to come out, which is not what he said. But you're welcome. You're welcome, Jacob. <laughs> We love um, you, Jacob. Uh, with the Oscar nominations just announced, I have a question for Matt Steele. What do you think was the biggest Oscar snub this year, and why? And why is it a tie between between Aquafina and Xiao Zhuzhen from The Farewell? <laughs> well, Jacob answered the question. Wow, Aquafina and Xiao Zhuzhen from The Farewell. Also, Lulu Wang for screenplay. Also, The Farewell for best picture. Also, yeah, Little Women for editing. Also, Uncut Gems for editing and score. Okay. Those are my like ones that I will say. So you're not a justice for J Lo person. I, you know, if J Lo got nominated, I would have been like, I would have been happy for yeah. her. I would have been like, yeah. 
good, you know, it's a very good performance, but like, it's not, I wouldn't say it was like heads and shoulders above everyone else that I would be, I'm like, oh, she was so robbed. And you feel like the snubs were more robbed than Jay I would say that, yes. So you, those best song nominations, come on, Beyonce was like, I listened to all those songs today, actually, on the way to training mate to meet my buddy Darren Chris, and they're all fine. Yeah, like, like Spirit isn't, we're not Spirit stands no. here, but we like the song. It's a better song than all those songs. Yes. Even Beautiful Ghost is a better song than some of those songs. Let's not get crazy. <laughs> look, <laughs> look. That is true. I mean, especially in the context of that movie. But I feel, but I think Beautiful Ghost was like not even eligible or no, something. No, it didn't make the short list. Crazy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I feel like Spirit was robbed there. Were Because you woke up in the morning to listen to John Cho and Issa Rae announce these. Of course. Oh my God. I know. And when it was all the male uh, directing nominees, Issa Rae, it was, of course, like 5.30 in the morning. I was, I was just like, oh, the farewell's getting snubbed. I'm mad. I was tired. I was cold. My throat hurt. Mm. And I was just mad, 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 mad. But when Not she fair. was just like, congratulations to all those men. <laughs> I literally went <laughs> like I was curled up like under a blanket and I was just like <laughs> well, I'm glad Get it, it elicited a dumb laugh from you <laughs> because you know I was half asleep no I know of course yeah um so I mean the thing is though the day before you were like I don't care like I'm not even that invested and then you were up the next morning <laughs> so you of clearly course. were invested are you like since I feel like there's such a large conversation about how many people have been snubbed and how many people were not nominated that should have been like, do you, what, what do you think it means? The fact that so many people are so disappointed by these nominations. I, I don't, as someone who's not like a, a Oscar watcher every year, I don't really get, cause to me, the Oscars have always been kind of like this. No, <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess there's always there are always going to be things that you personally are unhappy with or that the general ether are unhappy with or especially like that your bubble is unhappy. Right. With. You know, we do live in a bubble of the gays and the women and the, the Twitter sphere and everything. Yeah. Um, so I, but the thing is, I understand how all these movies got nominated. I understand how there was a path, an easier pathway towards them, especially because, you know, all of these other branches of the academy like the sound editors branch mm. or the 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 editors branch or the cinematographers branch like cinematographers lord knows there's only been one female cinematographer winner or nominee ever nominee no nominee ever yeah it was 2017 for uh mudbound did she win no Jesus. um so so it's not just that oh producers are so very male act I mean, act the acting branch is probably the most diverse branch, definitely. But it's it's all of these sort of technical um, branches that it's very male dominated. Right. So of course they're going to vote for the movies that speak to them that they are moved by, and right. you know that doesn't make their opinions not legitimate. Um, it just goes to show that there's a long way to go when it comes to these smaller branches specifically. It also feels like the Academy, when they do, you know, give the Best Picture Award to a Moonlight. So recently, they like I know, to give that themselves... Was, that up. was such a wonderful It was amazing award, and iconic, you know? and we love that moment. Or I love that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I was stressed. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do feel like there's the uh, tendency for the Academy to be like, well, we already gave them something recently so like we don't need to worry about diversity as much now because they you know those black gays just got something how mad can they be (laughs) i mean the thing is also like this was a year of 
of not only a lot of bro movies, but like very good bro mm. movies. Like they were genuinely very good. So it, it, but were they as good as The Farewell? None of them. <laughs> Literally none of them. But yeah. also I was watching a very interesting, one of my favorite YouTube channels, Be Kind Rewind, which mm. if you're a movie fan or an Oscar fan or award show fan in general, Be Kind Rewind, like post the most incredible videos that are all just like breaking down how certain Oscar trends happen. I mean, but are they um, like kind of... Our competitors that you're promoting right now because it sounds like they oh, are. Oh, but this is, she's so geared towards the Oscars specifically and you know we talk about um, Selena Gomez and Darren <laughs> Chris do. at the gym. We do. Um, <laughs> but you know she made a very very good point of uh, female directed films mm-hmm. aren't given as much budget so yeah. therefore they don't have the capacity to make the sort of big wow technical movies like a 1917 or like have the digital stuff needed for the Irishman. I mean I heard that was bad though. The the like oh we're going to make Robert De Niro It looks it looks fine. People are like <laughs> oh it looks creepy. It looks fine. Like but so I mean you, but you also thought Cats looks fine. So I don't know Cats looks are, great. I don't think you're um, the person Cats to ask. Cats was also snubbed in all categories. Ah! Um, but, um, so, you know, the, it's very rare that a woman is given the budget for her film to right. really impress these lower branches but and to like get kind them of super to, fucked up. To, so it, it sucks. It's, yeah. yeah it's, I feel like it's just a larger issue that hopefully we're solving. And since you're in the industry, I'm going to say it's up to you guys. <laughs> if someone steel. just hire me and yes. I will save the movie industry I'm, myself. I'm ready for you to do it. But it's also interesting because, um, I, you know, I don't think these men are like, Oh, I'm voting for this movie because I don't like women or I don't like, like non-white people you know like I, I obviously don't think that they are doing that but it's it's kind of something that was brought up in the movie Little Women mm-hmm. that I loved this part where how Joe submits her book Little Women to be published uh-huh. and the publisher sent her a rejection letter being like I thought it was boring mm-hmm. and then the publisher comes back or is at home and finds that his daughter's found this book mm-hmm. and are like reading it and like obsessed with it and right. he sort of realizes like oh just because I'm not moved by this doesn't mean that other people aren't so I mean, I'm gonna publish such this book because leap? guess what there is a market for this whatever fuck that I, mean, <laughs> I don't care that they're not consciously doing that but it's like you should be able to look outside yourself you're all fucking adults in 2020 well, I'm not giving you a pass because you're like oh I didn't mean well, to yeah, not vote course, against but women these are, these are a bunch of like oldies well hopefully they die soon <laughs> anyways <laughs> as for the most so, like that's a, re- a reason why well R.I.P. Uh, <laughs> the, the most important thing that happened at the awards show that occurred tonight, the SAG Awards, was backstage. Brad Pitt and the queen of all media, Jennifer Aniston. Of all media. <laughs> all media. Of all media. Of all radio, media. Of radio. music. Me- of literature. <laughs> literature, absolutely. Of, of journalism. Yes. Okay. She's written some op-eds, I'm sure. Okay. Jennifer Aniston, my queen, they met backstage. They exchanged glances. They were talking. They were smiling at each other in this picture I see. There's touching. I think she has his hand, her hand on his chest. He's holding it. and But like kind of holding her wrist. And it's like, what does it mean? I mean, I feel like they've had other like things where they've interacted. I think so as well. But like this... I mean, like this the was the moment I, they were both winners tonight. And they were, they're both single tonight. And they're both single tonight. I mean... I don't know. And the thing is, like, Brad Pitt did her so fucking dirty that, like, I'm not really rooting for him in this. I'm rooting for Jennifer Aniston's happiness and whatever that, you know, is and whatever form that comes in for her. I I want that for her. But I just 
I mean, I can't lie and say I don't see Sparks. And I mean, I we all saw him. The only part of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood that was of note was when he took his shirt off. And it's like, well, Jennifer <laughs> Aniston could do worse. <laughs> so I don't know. I just think it's lovely. And I think we all should discuss it. Okay, what do we discuss about it? That's it. Okay. <laughs> that it happened. All right. And, like, um, we're comment excited. below. Discuss it. I guess uh, we're giving everyone free reign to discuss it. Because <laughs> I really don't have much to discuss. There's other not than, too like, much. I hope they do it. I mean, I hope that Jennifer Aniston does whatever she wants to do. And if she wants Brad Pitt, that Brad Pitt makes the wise choice and goes with her. What if they, like got back together. That'd be crazy. Wouldn't that be crazy? Oh, that'd be such a crazy thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, more importantly, the only thing that's more important than that this week, the queen, the true queen of music. Not Jennifer Aniston. Not Jennifer okay. Aniston. Unfortunately, there's another true, queen, there's of another true okay. queen of music. Mariah Carey, it was announced, has been, is going to be inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. She has been nominated at least once before, but I believe several times before. And, I literally received a text message from a friend of mine who is living in London now and she grew up with my brother. They're very close. And uh, she texted me and was like, wait, I love Mariah. And this is not joking. I didn't know she wrote those songs. Wow. So, and the thing is, I always, I guess because I'm in my Mariah bubble, I'm yeah. like, I don't believe people don't know this don't now. Know. They just see her as the voice. And I guess it's because, you know, she's. Just standing up. It's not like she's sitting behind a piano. It's not like she's playing a guitar. She stands up behind a microphone, looks beautiful, and sings her face off. And especially when she debuted, like her vocal talent, I feel like so far overshadowed her songwriting talent. But it's like, guys, all of those classic songs by Mariah Carey that are not covers, she fucking wrote. Including the one that went number one 25 yes, years later. The first number one in the 2020s was written by Mariah Carey. When not, she was a child. A child. And well, she's still a child, but. You and know. I just feel like with Mariah Carey getting inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame and Winnie Houston getting inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, it's just like. Is all right in the world in 2020? I don't want to. No, it's not. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. I don't want to count my chickens before, you know, they hatch or whatever the fuck that phrase is. But I just feel like it was a good omen for the year that maybe the people that deserve things will get them this year. Yes, maybe like Parasite will win Best Picture. Oh my God, like, I can't even. There's, that a, was, there's a path. There's a pathway. I'm telling you, like, I am not a person that cares about awards, but when they won at the SAG Awards just now, I was thrilled yes i was like the first non-english speaking cast uh and that and the acceptance speech was so great i know i, I loved know. i loved every second uh, think of it what mariah carey has so much left in her i know she's still so young and she's still a babe i know she's 30 years in the biz and clearly and, and honestly and only 20 and only t- honestly the, the thing that makes me happiest in life at the moment is when i'm you know just going to bed sometimes i'll go look at the um Make My Wish Come True version of the All I Want For Christmas Is For You video, which came out in December, as we all know. And I'll look through the comments, and so many of the comments are like, I can't believe that she's 50. She looks like she's 30, which I said okay. when we were watching American <laughs> Idol. <laughs> During season 12 of American Idol, yes. Matt Palmer, we were, of course, we had to watch the whole season. And Matt of Palmer, course. just one day, was during one episode, was just like, if you didn't know Mariah Carey's age, how old would you <laughs> guess she was? And I was like, you know what? She looks like a lovely put together like mid 30s moment and everything and Matt Palmer was like I'd say 29 <laughs> which I stand by and stand by to this day she looks 
amazing. She looked amazing, but there was, you know, a, a maturity to her. There was a, an elegance about her. Well, that, you know, she was a very elegant. One I didn't have at twenty nine. Wow, I mean, but not that I have ever been twenty nine, <laughs> but um, <laughs> she was a very elegant twenty nine year old in that season, and now she's a very elegant thirty year old in that music video. For the people, they're like, I can't believe she looks better than me, and I'm like twenty, and it's like, yeah, it's like, she's 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 like we're children forever. So it's just like. Vocally, visually, songwriting wise, Mariah Carey. I just have never in life, she has never gotten better press than this. Like, it's I, a good moment. She's never had more goodwill behind her. And I could go on a tangent and make a whole long thing about it, but I'm just saying it's beautiful to witness. And especially also Whitney Houston getting into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I think both of those Hall of Fames are very disproportionately male. Of I'm course. Just like, of course, not surprising, but like to the point where it's like, I believe. In both, it's less than 10% of the inductees. Are I mean, that's not surprising. That's so whatsoever. fucking crazy, though. Yeah. It's like, you don't think women are musicians? Like, imagine listening to a male musician first when you had women musician options. I know. I can't even fathom. No, I don't even know what men's voices sound Me like. Me neither. Like, basses have no interest. <laughs> It's like, you know who should never sing a fucking baritone? <laughs> it's like, oh, well, wow, you're going to sing. As a baritone. Uh... <laughs> it's like, oh, wow, you're going to audition with John Legend's Ordinary People. <laughs> wow. That high F must be crazy. <laughs> like, Look, get out of here. As someone whose break is on an F sharp, <laughs> um, I take offense to that. I'm just saying the men that I love are the Bruno Mars of the world. Give me a fucking C sharp. C sharp. Really I mean, I could do a C sharp in a, in a that's lovely not, mix. No, that's not singing. <laughs> you know how I feel about what singing is. It, it's, it's singing when you're playing a character, a goofy character when you're doing it. There's a time and a place for everything. Okay. But in pop music, we belt. And you can go into your falsetto for a second <laughs> and then jump back down. <laughs> um, in more upsetting J-Lo news, apparently she and Shakira are not getting along ahead of the Super Bowl halftime show. Oh, no, I didn't I know. know this. With just two weeks to go before the Super Bowl halftime show, there are reports that there's a bit of tension between co-headliner Jennifer Lopez and Shakira. A source tells celebrity communist uh, Love B. Scott that their interaction between the two artists have been icy. And what I does think icy mean like from, are they just like at rehearsal just like I, not being super friendly with No, I think they both I think Jennifer Lopez thought she was going to get the halftime spot alone. Oh. And so the fact that the NFL added Shakira into it without like her knowledge is probably upsetting to her and I think uh, the from what I read in this article, it's just the halftime show is running long now, and so now mm. we have to make cuts. And oh. it's like, where do we? Cut? And she's already having a rough week. Exactly. Yeah. So like, she's not. I don't know. I felt like at the end of 2019, J Lo was it was really going to be her time. And I mean, the thing is, of course, I'm a Mariah Stan. I'm I'm not in life rooting for J-Lo, but I don't want a person to be having a bad moment. No, no matter especially who since J-Lo, you know, she's done so much. Right. And, you know. She's a talented actress and a great dancer and has some fun songs. So, you know, I want good things for her. So I hope that she and Shakira can get along. It'll be interesting to see if they share the stage at all during this performance than if they're oh, not going along. interesting. Because it's like, I would assume if you're co-headliners, at some point there's going to be an overlapping singing I would song assume so. moment, the, but maybe not. Uh, are we going to have to watch the Super Bowl? Yeah. I mean, not the whole thing, but like, the halftime show. Yeah. When is it? It's like, in, I said in two weeks. So it's, I mean, it's the week before the Oscars. So oh. it's the Sunday before the Oscars. Oh, okay. yeah. I know. You're, right. I know you're not busy. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I usually work Sunday nights, I know. but I guess you'll have to, Chain ships. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's gonna be hard. The day of the Super Bowl. I mean, I requested uh, off for the Grammys, which are next Sunday. 
The Grammys are next Sunday. Next Sunday, yeah. I'm out of town. Oh, well. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well what are you I guess guys? We'll have we're not going to be getting a two-game match review of that maybe one. Maybe you will. Maybe a day later. But Where yeah, the hell are you going? I'm going to Big Bear. Oh, you're going to that? I am, yeah. I'm, um, you're my, one of those people? Well, now? my friend Joe has invited me, and I really wasn't going to go, but then my friend Sarah guilted me into it. It's Joe's birthday, and like I didn't drive to Redlands where he lives to see it. And so it's like, you got to go. I got to go. But I was like, and, and the thing is, it'll be fun. I'm excited. There's a little bit of a snow tubing moment I'm excited oh, that's for. Cool. But it's like, I'm not paying all that money to get on a lift and to like ski poorly or snowboard poorly. So I'm mostly just going to stay in the house. A, tube, the, a snow tubing moment's great. You just that's like, sit. I'm yes, and that's enough. And yeah, I don't have to pay to out the fucking ass. How long it. are you going to be gone? I leave on the Friday and I assume I come back that Sunday night. All right, guys. Party at the two game ads house. Oh, yeah. When are we going to do the podcast? I mean, when I come back. We'll figure this out offline, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just inviting all of our guests to our, a party at our apartment. All right. What's the address? Um, <laughs> you're going to have to guess. Them. I'm going to like set up a big scavenger hunt where yes. people can find us. And if you can find me. it, well, Matt Steele, then you can come visit him alone. And when I come home, you all have to leave. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> those are my rules. If I'm not dead, if like it's not a weirdo who has like killed me, found yeah, me and killed well. me. Well, That'd be a way to go, though. That'd be like that. that like that would make headlines, and like we would get a lot of hits. <laughs> like people would how, watch our videos. That's how Selena died, and she's a fucking legend, like me, <laughs> like you. Um, in other divas who are alive, news: Taylor Swift's Netflix documentary Miss Americana has gotten a release date. It is going to be coming out on January thirty first. Oh wow! So it's very soon. That's so very soon because it's debuting at. Trimaco or which film festival is it debuting at? Oh, Do we remember? I have no clue. Uh, something I don't know. It's I don't know. It's not Tribeca though. When is Tribeca? It's later. Tribeca is in like April. There's something. What are other can? Is that a film festival? Sure. Oh, all right. Maybe it's I, I, I Sunday. I actually think it's Sundance. Okay, that's my guess. But it's going to be coming to all of the streaming services, or not all the streaming services, all of our homes because we all have Netflix because we have someone's login. And it's coming on the 31st of January. I'm excited to see it. I feel like I don't know much about it. I will be looking closely to see if her old music is performed just to make sure that that whole Scooter Braun, Scott Borchetta issue has been wrapped up. But I'm excited to see it. We can review that. Yeah. I mean, uh, we we love it when we got good built-in video ideas. I mean, I guess. Um, okay. Do you understand? I mean, I really feel like every time we talk about the Royals, I'm going to ask you if you understand what's oh, happening. Oh, yeah. More news things have popped up, and I've just kind of been skipping past I them. mean, uh, the thing is, I really need someone to send us an email to completely break down what's happening with the Royal family. But from what I'm reading here, Harry has spoken out for the first time since the departure announcement, and there was an announcement that Her Majesty the queen put out that basically said instead of what they wanted which was kind of like a halfway like we're gonna be stepping back but we'll still be involved in the royal family it's kind of like no they're actually just being kicked out like they won't be receiving public funds Mm. they are allowed to live in canada for as much of the time as they want to even though they still have their titles they're not to use them in the future like they're not to refer to themselves as the duke and duchess okay i mean can they still be there for like the christmas party i guess they could come and just be like you know oh there's my grandson (laughs) but it's not like oh this is the duke of the duke oh it's so it's different but it's like uh, but what uh harry he spoke out for the first time and since he and megan announced that they were stepping down from royal duties and he says i want you to hear the truth from me as much as i can share not as a prince not as a duke but as harry the same person many of you have watched grow up over the past 35 years but with a clearer perspective the uk is my favorite place and a place that i love that will never change i have grown up feeling the support from so many of you blah 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 
Um, the decision I've made for my wife and I to step back is not one I made lightly. It was many months of talks after so many years of challenges. And I know I haven't always gotten it right. But as far as this goes, there was really no other option. So I like that he is saying this is a decision I made for my family because so many of the tabloids, so many of the people have been like, Megan this, Megan that. She did this. I can't believe she's pulling him away from his family. And it's like, He's coming out and saying, no, no, this was my decision. And we weighed all our options and there were no other options. I wish we could have worked it out. But, you know, y'all bitches are terrible. <laughs> Which, well, and he's like, this is serious. Like, yeah. my mom died because of this, like, insane life and all of the, right. like, paparazzi and everything. And, like, my wife is probably having a very hard time and I'm not going to watch her go through that. Right, exactly. If she's going to be vilified and in the media every single week with another negative headline, like, why would we stay here? Yeah, we're going to Canada to, like, feed the children yes. and like live philanthropic and lives. That's the thing is like I guess the be, besides racism of course. What is the reason to hate this so much? They're going to go, they're not taking public funds and they're going to be doing charitable works. She's going to perform as an actress. She's doing some voice work for Netflix I think. What? So what are we mad about? Like no clue. Someone tell us if you're mad about this or if you understand the point of view of people that are mad about this. I am serious. Please email us at two gay mads, T.W.O. at gmail.com because I truly I can't wrap my head around it because obviously racism is the reason for most things. But I need a little bit more detail about what did Megan do specifically? Well, I mean, like Europe's old as hell. Like you're like you think Americans are you think Americans are entrenched in their weird customs and weird like we are America. This is what we stand for. This is who we are. Like the Europeans are silent when they do it, but they do it. And they are there is very much a strong history with them and they take it very seriously. All right. I mean, I just I mean, maybe just because I'm so like, who gives a fuck about the royals? Like, I don't get it. But I guess some people really care. Of course. But I'm sure like people in Europe are like, who gives a fuck about those guns? (laughs) I mean, I'm with them. I'm with them too. But like, (laughs) Like, why are we so obsessed with that? I am with them. Um, this isn't even a long story. I just want to read the headline. Did you watch the Fire Festival? I didn't. No, it looked really cool. I assume you've heard of Andy King. He is the gay man who was involved in the Fire Festival, and he had to get Evian water for free. Have you heard of this? I know. What is this? Oh my god! This is truly the funniest thing you've ever heard. Okay. He basically had he had to get uh, Evian water through customs or something for the Fire Festival, and since he is gay. He was instructed by that guy who's in jail now, Billy or Bobby, whoever, to go to the border and to give the customs agent a blowjob so okay. that he could receive the Evian water. And <sighs> he was going to do it like he didn't end up having to do it. Andy King. But he, the, oh, there's an entire scene in the Netflix documentary in which he's like, and so I, I this was my way of having to take it for the take one for the Wait, team. Is Andy King straight? No, Andy King is, Andy gay. King is gay. Billy or whoever the head of it is straight. Okay. Everyone else involved. And so Billy was like, hey, you gay guy. You gay guy, you have to go get uh-huh. this water from the border and just offer a blowjob to get it. I need to watch this <laughs> You have to watch. The documentary is interesting a little bit, but like it's that's the peak of it. Because you're like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> you were that invested in this insane festival that you were about to blow someone for some water. But now, since this is how the world works, Fire Festival's Andy King has partnered with Evian to sell water <gasps> so good that you'd do anything for it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. One, Andy King says in the statement, 
One year ago, I shared with the world my willingness to take one for the team to bring Evian to thirsty festival goers and unexpectedly became an internet sensation overnight. On the first anniversary, Evian is dropping a special bottle with an all new slogan in honor of my infamous team spirit. <laughs> I kind of love it. I mean, good for her. Like, it's just so, so funny. Like, it's so funny. And like, I'm disgusted by the fact that I find it so funny because I'm just like, no, I will not partake in this circus. I'm a part of the problem. But but that's hilarious. That's how do you beat that? That's sitcom. I mean, the thing is, it's not because you can't write it. (laughs) You can't write. We need this guy to give a blowjob for water bottles for this fake festival that Ja Rule's involved in. Like, that's not a thing. But it's true. Truth is stranger than fiction. Available now, 2014. Wow. <laughs> hey, do what you gotta do. You it's gotta 2020. promote. Hey, if Andy King can promote Evian, I can promote my fucking self. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's just, I, I just love it. So there's nothing more to say about it except it makes me really happy. Rihanna broke up with her Saudi boyfriend. Oh no. Very sad. He was very hot, but. Oh, I've seen a picture of him. He was He cute. was so cute. Uh, but now she's single and hopefully available to focus on her new music that she I should hope she's releasing. writing something real sad, but something real like cool. I know. I mean, she always is, you yeah. know. Um, we have several more things. Most of it's not that important. Demi Lovato is going to sing the national anthem at the Super Bowl. I saw that. She's coming out with new music soon. It's going to be her most vulnerable yet. I saw Lady Gaga's also coming out with her with a new single. I, I keep seeing that, but like I'm not getting any solid dates or information on it. But mm-hmm. I know she's been in the studio with Blood Pop, who I like. Mm-hmm. A very talented pop producer. Did Sorry for Justin Bieber. Um, yeah, just very talented. So I'm, I'm excited to see what kind of music comes out of it because, I mean... I mean, can we say it's been long enough? We didn't care about a star is born. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I don't count that as like Lady Gaga's but discography. I like, don't because it's a soundtrack for a movie. It's but a- then you look and you see that Shallow's been streamed over a billion times. And you're like, you guys are fucking nerds. <laughs> if you oh don't play God. fucking bad romance, like, what are you doing? I mean, shallow appeals to all the ages. It does not appeal to me. <laughs> like, I, it, appeals to, it appeals to, you know, the older people. It's, like, it's fine. And a duet. I read that it's going to be a future karaoke classic. I believe that. Oh, okay. <laughs> but like, bitch, you it's better not, be honest about not, your feelings about this if, song. If someone were to... Like rank Lady Gaga's top ten best songs, and Shallow is anywhere near it. You need to get off the stage. I completely agree. Like yeah. this is a woman who has made the most interesting pop music of all time. I'm not going to accept Shallow as her most popular song. No, I just I'm sorry. And like it. congratulations on the Oscar. It's yes. lovely. You did a lovely job. Everyone yes. was very happy. But like there is stuff you do so well. Yes. Like so much better than anyone else <laughs> like <laughs> right and the thing is i feel like we get so much hate whenever we review lady gaga when she's in one of these phases but it's just because we have loved her so much like i during the fame monster it's like i just i lived for that it's, li- like it was, she, it's life-changing it, it was changed the world. you can't there was no other pop star like she took up all of the air in the room with her mm. music on that like eight song ep yeah Excellent. Eight, eight songs. Eight songs. And it was just the biggest, best thing ever. After this, you guys need to go to Spotify and stream Bad Romance because I just can't, I can't sleep at night. Is no Shallow her most streamed song By ever? a mile. And I think the second most is Always Remember Us This Way. What? This is what I'm saying. What? And I get it. Spotify wasn't a thing in of course, 2010. Of course. But like, even still. Yeah. 
Yeah, this is this is guys. We have a mission. We yes, we have things to do to remember when. Yes, let's remember when. For all of us that were focused on getting all I want for Christmas is you to number one over the holidays, we need to refocus to getting Bad Romance to be Lady Gaga's most streamed song because it's just some fucking bullshit. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna live like this. I agree with that. I won't do it. Let's go. We have goal for 2020. Goal for 2020. All right. Well, another pop girl who uh, apparently this past week. Released an album that we reviewed mm-hmm. on the main channel. Selena Gomez um, kind of joined, sadly. I was sad that she did this, but she joined Justin Bieber in the Begging for Streams. Did she really? She I've did. only seen the Justin ones. It was like, oh, less desperate seeming, but it still was very much like, oh, this album means so much to me. And like, where it's really close between me. And I think there's a rapper, Roddy Rich, who like has a viral TikTok song. Ugh, we're so old. <laughs> I downloaded TikTok for five seconds and I was like, maybe I'll start doing some of this. And then I had it, the app for five <laughs> seconds. And I was like, absolutely not. And deleted it off my phone immediately. Mm. Well, she said in her Instagram stories, am I like kind of desperate for doing this right now? I don't care. I don't care because this album is so rare. <laughs> well, like, that rhymed. I rhymed. And it's like, girl, I love you. <laughs> But like, don't do this. Don't do this. Just be like, this is so close to my heart. Please stream it. Send it to people. I I just want everyone to hear it. Yeah, like this album means so much. Don't say number one. Like, because even though Mariah was pulling out all the stops this Christmas, she never said the words. Yes, number one. And I think that's the that's what it's like. But sometimes desperation works because it's been announced. Rare's number one. Well, good for her. Revival, I think, also went number one. So both of her, you know, solo albums, because she was officially with a band. Remember when she was Selena Gomez in the scene? Don't know anything <laughs> about that. Nope. So when she was releasing the Who Says and the Love You Like a Love song, she was officially a part of a band. Oh, wow. I did yeah. not know this I fact. Know. I'm so happy to be educating you on Andy King and Selena oh my Gomez God. today. Where was I? I don't know. You. I mean, we didn't all need to know that. But until <laughs> Love You Like a Love song, I ignored everything she did. But then Love You Like a Love song came out and I was like, oh, this is... Great. <laughs> this is so good. And so I've been with her ever since. And anyways, the desperation worked. I wish it hadn't really gone that way as far as how we want to get people streaming. But it worked. It's a great album. It's number one. Well, what about like song wise? Like what's going to be number one, the number one song? This week? It's going to be Roddy Rich, I think. That TikTok okay, so that's thing. so it, that so, song is going to be. Yes. Okay. No, Justin Bieber did not get the number one. He right. wanted. So. OK. Well, Selena has won on the album charts and the single charts. Now, maybe I'm sure Justin Bieber will get the number one album when his album comes out, but can't always get what you want. Can I mean, and the thing is, I feel like the longer you live, the longer you see artists that were gigantic and you feel like nothing can ever stop them. It's all cyclical. People just become the biggest stars in the world and then there's nowhere to go but down. Like Justin Bieber was the biggest star in the world. Fucking Britney Spears was the biggest star in the world. Taylor Swift was the biggest star in the world. And not that she's, I mean, maybe she's not now. And it's like, she, I, I don't see her getting number one songs as easily as right. she used to. Right. Number one albums, sure. Yeah. Yes. Number one songs, it it might, you know. But that's just the way pop music works. And I feel like from, you know, the Mariah of it all, I've come to terms with that. It took a long time because, of course, Mariah Carey went number one so many times during the emancipation of Mimi in 20, 2005, 15 years after she debuted. But that was extraordinary that was not something that happens a lot so it's just interesting watching pop careers come up and come down because that's just how it works because people are obsessed with youth and especially with women which is unfair but it's a whole other thing (laughs) (laughs) um is there anything else that you wanted to talk about today in news for idiots that i didn't didn't touch upon i don't think so everything in my news has just been oscar noms oscar noms oscar noms all right well let's take a quick break and we'll be back with more two game ads 
Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Two Game Mad. Yes, your favorite podcast. Yeah. I've just decided. The world's favorite podcast. Yeah, who would have loved that? Favorite podcast. Beyonce's favorite podcast. Yeah, we're manifesting. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So this is Email My Heart. This is the section of the podcast where we take emails that you guys have sent us. Um, You can send us emails at twogaymats at gmail.com, two spelled T-W-O. And we take these emails and we read them out loud and we answer any questions you may have. We, uh, in the beginning of the episode, we were talking about the Oscar nominations, so we answered an email a little uh, prematurely by Mm. Jacob. So we have another email uh, sent to us from Montana. Our queen. Hi, Jellicle Mats. Love Hate it. that. <laughs> My question for you is, would you rather have an album with extreme highs, 10 out of 10s, all too well level, that's high level, uh, and extreme lows, nothing over 3 out of 10s, we're talking a title track off a sweetener level here, <laughs> or would you rather have an album that is consistent but average to just good, a la The Archer? And yes, you have to listen to the album in full, no skips. Hope you hope you both are well and had a lovely holiday. P- love Montana. P.S. My country is on fire right now. Montana is uh, she lives in Australia, and we've lost seven people, thirteen hundred homes, mm. half a billion animals, and thirty percent of our koala population. That is half a, a billion animals. Those are high numbers. Thirty percent of a koala population. That's I am that's, that's devastating. Um, so if any of your viewers, listeners wish to donate, I've uh, she's left some links for us to reputable charities. We'll put links in uh, the description box um, in the podcast and also in the YouTube version of the podcast. Definitely do it. Definitely donate. We want Montana and all the koalas to be okay. Yes. And, ugh, Thank you just, for all the links, Montana. I know. I, I mean, we said it. A queen. Like, oh, Montana's so great. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> so, and this is actually a very good question. Would you rather have a consistent album where everything is? Very good, or would you rather have an album of extreme highs but also have extreme lows? It depends on the album. <laughs> like it really, it really depends on the album. This is like a. But if gun to my head, yeah, what do you say? I would rather extreme highs. Than extreme yeah, lows. I agree with that as well. Because as much as we love an album that's you know an iconic album that we've discussed on our Patreons, like the butterflies and the, you know, fame monsters, they don't come along every day. And I would rather someone take a lot of big swings that like will give you a great five song EP and a little bit of trash Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I can just keep the excellent songs with me on my, you know, my, my Spotify and live with them and know their classics and and have the love for, I think being so middle of the road and giving me a bunch of like fives and sixes just wouldn't excite me as much as, you know, amazing songs. And I mean, it's also kind of fun to talk about shitty songs. Oh yeah. It's fun to, to ta- it's fun to talk about artists when they just sort of go balls to the wall. Right. And just, you're just like, Whoa, what happened here? I love it. I hate it. What's happening. Yes. Cats. Um, <laughs> no, there's no highs. <laughs> like, you know, you're, like, you know, you're talking to two art pop stands here. That's the thing. Like- I was literally <laughs> just thinking of art pop. Yeah. It really feels like the question would be, would you, rather have an art pop or a star is born and I'd rather have an art pop. Oh my god. Come like, on. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes, yes. So, yes, god almighty. It's not, I mean, I I get the appeal of having a consistently like solid album. Because there is something to appreciate about a consistently solid yes. album. Like it's kind of like, you know, I always refer to Taylor Swift's Fearless as being the consistent album and mm-hmm. Speak Now as being the album with like insanely high highs but then some like some, a couple. Like, what were the real lows on Speak Now? You know, the, you hate the, the song Never about her, her niece oh, or whatever. I do hate that. But that's just one. That's just one. Yeah, out there, of like all, there are only a couple of, yes. of those. Yeah, everything. And they're both, you can appreciate both albums so much. Right. Well, especially because 
Fearless is so perfect. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like it's a great change for some reason. I, do, I was gonna say that last song is kind of bad. I don't know why you hate. Change. I just don't like I think it. Change is really good. And it's not for me. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I would say I'd rather have a have album of extreme highs and extreme lows. I agree because it, it's just more exciting. Yeah, so, I mean, because I, I there's nothing worse than especially when we have to talk about an album right afterward, and it was also samey and like. Nothing jumps out. It's like, I don't even know what I'm going to say. Yeah. Cause like, it was all fine. No one wants to watch that video. No, no. one wants to have that conversation. Uh, I edit that video and I'm just like, what are we talking about? <laughs> like, God, 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 God. It's tough. Yeah. Um, so Matt Steele. Yeah. What this week has been giving you moments. And of course, if you are a first time listener, which I'm sure you are, um, this is the section of the show. Where we talk about what this week has been giving us life. What's been giving us moments. What's gotten us through the hard week, because every week is truly a trial. It really is, <laughs> especially when you just have like a pain in your throat. No, I hate that's that. Just killing you. I don't feel it right now. I'm glad. Let me swallow. Again, it's fine. It's gone. More ASMR, by the way. Oh, God. <laughs> God damn it. I love every week that you're tricked into doing ASMR. I know. And I always like listen to myself in the headphones and all I hear is just <laughs> like when I and I'm just like, this is so disgusting. That's I you. Um, anyway, so besides, you know, the finale of the circle, um, uh, something that really gave me a moment that I was not expecting to give a moment. Yeah. I saw the last movie of 2019 that I really had to see this award season. Uh-huh. And I was putting it off because I thought I would not like this movie at all because it did not appeal to me. Mm-hmm. But Uncut Gems is excellent. Really? Excellent. Wow. Yes. And I really I went into it really not knowing what it was even about. I don't know. What it's about. I, I, I would look at the trailer and I would be like, this does not appeal to me at all. It's mm. a bunch of loud guys doing loud, obnoxious things, getting into trouble. Not for me. It's it's just a wild ride from beginning to end the way the tension builds and you are just Adam Sandler plays this guy who is just the biggest fuck up on the planet. Okay. And, but you're just rooting for him so much. And there's so many cool things about, first of all, I told you, I thought it was snubbed for best editing. The editing was yeah. excellent. You really are paying attention to every single detail, but there's so many cool choices made. Um, I told you the score was really, really excellent. Uh-huh. The, even just the intro is it starts off, spoiler alert, um, if you haven't seen the movie, even though this isn't really a spoiler, but it starts off in this African cave or whatever where they're looking for gems and stones and everything, and they come across this opal, and it zooms in on the opal, and the opal is like known for being super colorful and beautiful and and everything, and it, so it zooms in, and you're like traveling through the opal, mm. listening to this crazy 80s video game music, and it's crazy and you, then you feel like you're flying through the universe what <laughs> and then all of a sudden the shapes and the colors start to change and morph and morph and morph and then all of a sudden you're in Adam Sandler's colon <laughs> And it zooms out even more and you're watching Adam the screen as Adam Sandler is getting a colonoscopy. It's the most brilliant movie transition I think I've ever seen. Wow. Like, it's just the choices that are made. Did are, he get nominated for Best Actor? He didn't, no. And if he did, it would have been deserved. Like, he's he's very good in the movie. Did it get any Oscar It got no Oscar Oh. Yeah. That's awful. Yeah, and it was directed by these brothers who I think this was their... Uh, I, I know they're known for something... Prior that came out in 2017. I mm. don't know if it's a short or if it's a feature. Okay. Um, if it's a short, then this would be their first feature, the Safety Brothers. I can't wait to see what else they're able to do. All right, Safety yeah. Bros. It's, it's really an, an excellent film. If it's still playing near you, I highly recommend seeing it because it's right. totally not my not my. I, I'm not the demographic. Yeah, no, you were putting I, it off. I, I didn't think I was the demographic. Look for it, at but you. like 
You're a colon head. I I'm a, I love Adam Sandler's colon. What <laughs> I can know. I say? I love traveling through it. I feel like I'm flying. I, <laughs> yeah, that's really beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, what has been giving me moments this week actually was just giving you moments last night. Um, I had heard many things. Oh, happy anniversary. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, had been hearing many things, of course, about The Circle, but also about another Netflix drop that happened very recently. You got me so excited thinking you started watching The I know, Circle. I'm sorry. I, I was considering watching it and I just chose something else. <laughs> <laughs> I still may. I'm a little curious because so many people are talking about it, but people were also talking about this, which seemed like a little bit of an easier uh, thing to watch and get into. And you know, I've never been a person that cared at all about cheerleading or competitive <gasps> cheerleading. Oh my god, are you watching Cheer? Cheer is so fucking good. I are hear you, it's excellent. You have to watch it as soon as possible if you want to see dynamic characters, real characters. And like, I didn't realize how dangerous cheering is on the competitive level. Like yeah. those girls that are flying around, like I, every year they have to make things more and more difficult to try to win the, you know, grand national championship or whatever. And they follow this two year college in Texas in a very small town. I think it's Navarro is the name of the college. And it's become because of this coach. Her name is Monica, and she is crazy. <laughs> like she is like of course. she's amazing and stoic, and all of the children, whenever they talk about her, are just like, she's my mom. I like she's like she's yeah, my only like mother. Those, it's she's like Abby Lee dancing. Like. And then she talks about them and she's like, it's business. Yeah. Like there are Ooh. 40 kids on the team, 20 people make Matt, which means get to actually perform mm-hmm. at the event. And, you know, making the cuts, it used to be hard for me, but now I know it's just it's business. Whatever's best for the team is the choice I make. Get it. It's just like God. She Love looks, her. She looks like Cheryl Crow. Cheryl Crow should play her in the movie version of Cheer. <laughs> and just the kids are all come like some people have gotten into Cheer because their backgrounds are so difficult. They come from like broken homes. And like as they are becoming more important in the story of building this cheer squad and getting them prepared for this Daytona, you know, performance in this competition, you're getting the more backstory on like the Ladariuses and the Jerry's. Jerry is truly the most wonderful character I've seen on television in years. Like, he is the most lovable. Like, he... I mean, I don't want to spoil anything, but at least the prior, the year prior to the year that they are filming, he did not make Matt because he is a bigger guy. Like he is less fit than the other guys, but he's big and can like hold the girls up for a long time mm-hmm. and like do the flies or whatever. But he can't really tumble, which is like it's better to be mm-hmm. able to do both. It's be- yeah. better to be a guy that is buff. That's and like can- having that's like having an album that's more consistent. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. He, he may be real great at picking those girls up, but, but if he, can't he has the most beautiful spirit and the most like. He just is there and he has a whole thing about Matt talk where it's it's whether he's on Matt or not, he's always screaming at all the other performers, being like, Yes, hold her up, hold her up, keep her up, yes. <laughs> and it's just like whenever this shitty shit keeps happening to him throughout the movie, and he's just like, Well, no, I thought this was this and it was actually this. But you know, he's there at practice every day. He counts along with every count with oh, the coaches. Jerry. He's screaming, he's like, Yes, I love you, 98 pounds. Like talking about the girls. And it's just truly riveting. I don't care about cheerleading at all. And I'm just like, Is wait, is I, it a movie or is it a series? It's, it's, it's like a six part docuseries. Okay, that's and like what I the thought it was, episodes yeah. are an hour long each, I believe. And I just I'm halfway through now and I'm like 
really hoping that <laughs> when my boyfriend comes over, he wants to watch the other three episodes <laughs> tonight because I really, I'm so invested. We got to find out what happens to Jerry. I have to know what Does happens to Jerry. Matt? What happens to Lexi? What happens to Gabby Butler, who is famous? Like, I just, it's crazy. There are cheerlebrities and she has like over 500,000 Instagram followers. Jeez. And, uh, but, and so she just like, she works, works, works. And then during this season, she's just like with the Navarro team because they're the best team. And so she'll do it and like do what they need her to do. And she's, but she's just, and you meet her family and her parents who are like fully just trying to take advantage of her. Like mm-hmm. her parents and sister are on her payroll. It's just, oh my God. It's just, there's so many layers of, there's so much happening with these people. Like, Turn Netflix on right now and watch Cheer because it is so, so, it, so good. It definitely sounds like a more important watch than The Circle. <laughs> but like when you're done Cheer and you yes. want just like, you know, some mindless entertainment, I mean, The Circle's there. I'm not going to say I'm not going to watch The Circle. <laughs> the, first just... epi- the first episode you will be like, absolutely not. But then the second episode you'll be like, oh wait, <laughs> I just want to know how everything works That's out. the thing. I'm a little curious about it, but Cheer did grab me a bit more just from hearing about it. And I'm, oh, of I'm, course. Yeah, I saw that trailer and I was like, oh, I will. I'm sure you have to watch it. It's so good. It's so good. So that's what's been giving us moments this week, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. I know we love you so much. I hope you've had a great week. I hope you're having a wonderful MLK day, enjoying the day off. And uh, we'll be back next week with another brand new 2K Nuts. Bye. 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 (laughs) 